that'll be bigger and larger and much more dramatic than anything that you could ever come up with. Often narcissists will mirror. They will mirror you. They'll mirror what's going on. They'll reflect back to you what's actually happening. And sometimes this can get really confusing for a lot of people because they don't exactly know what's going on. Sometimes it might be in the middle of an argument. Sometimes it might be just in regular everyday life. But oftentimes they'll come to you and they'll start mirroring you in different ways. Oftentimes people see a narcissist that'll mirror you in sickness. So all of a sudden you've got a headache and you've been struggling with this headache for throughout the day and then you tell the narcissist and they're like, oh my gosh, like I have a headache too. Like it's been so bad. And all of a sudden you start seeing like, wait a second, like five minutes ago you didn't have a headache and you didn't say anything about it. Now that I say something, you instantly kind of show back that all of a sudden you have a headache. What's going on with that? Oftentimes you'll see that with sickness. It'll like pop up really quick, like a headache, a cold, sinus infection, like whatever it might be, like oh my gosh, all of a sudden, like, I'm feeling that way as well. And normally, what it'll show up as, it'll be bigger and larger and much more dramatic than anything that you could ever come up with. So if you have a cold that's affecting you 5%, they've got a cold that's affecting them 100%. And you just see, like, a huge thing that happens whenever sickness hits. Uh, my wife would always tell me, like, you are, like, a big baby when you're sick, but you're, like, awfully narcissistic when you're sick because of the fact that I would get worse. Like, it's not about me, so I have to make it about me. So if she's feeling sick, then, oh, I've got a cough, or, oh, I'm struggling with something, too, because the attention has to be back on the narcissist. That's what the narcissist craves. That's what they look for. That's what they want. So you've probably seen many times where you've been sick and all of a sudden they've been sick, things like that. Uh, oftentimes they do it with different types of emotion, uh, like being sad. So say you're struggling with sadness over something, they might mirror that sadness and try to be more sad, try to appear more sad than you. Or maybe you're hurt by something and they'll twist it around. You know, you might say like you're hurt because they didn't really acknowledge your feelings and they come right back at you. Well, I'm really hurt because you didn't acknowledge my feelings. And it's really like you're just looking at an exact reflection. Like you're saying one thing, they're reflecting the same exact thing back to you, mirroring so that they don't have to take accountability for what they're doing. It's a lot easier to push back on the other person than it is to actually own and acknowledge, hey, I might have actually hurt that person. It's a lot easier to be like, you know what, you hurt me, instead of actually saying, you know, you're right. I actually did hurt you with my words, with my actions, and I shouldn't have done that. Narcissist isn't going to say that because they're not going to come to the place where they're going to be honest about what they're dealing with. They're going to be honest with what they're doing, that they're going to be honest with who they actually are. They're going to avoid that as best as possible. You might have also seen this in different aspects of betrayal, of I feel really betrayed because you went out and cheated with cheated on me. And the narcissist says, well, you betrayed me by looking at another person 10 years ago, like whatever it might be. Like seriously, like I've heard some crazy stories, but they're going to look at tiny little things that you might've made a mistake or that you might've done something, or you might've, there might be nothing credible at all, but they're going to try to pull out one small thing out of thin air saying, well, you betrayed me. You messed up one time. So that justifies my 20 affairs. You brought this person home and I didn't appreciate them. And that's why I'm giving you the silent treatment. 
there'll always be a justification of how you betrayed them when you didn't really do that at all. But there's never an accountability. There's never a thought process of like, maybe I did hurt them. No, it's always justified. And a lot of times it's mirrored back. They often mirror back different types of feelings. It could be any type of feeling that's on there. Sometimes they'll just try to mirror those same feelings back so that they don't have to take accountability for the feelings that you're putting out there, for the feelings that you're saying. So narcissists oftentimes will mirror you in different aspects like that. There's other aspects that look similar to mirroring, which I would call like mimicking. You see narcissists that will mimic different types of emotion or even mimic empathy. Early on in a relationship, oftentimes a narcissist will mimic empathy by sharing traumatic events with you, by sharing trauma that they went through, by sharing a bad relationship, by sharing something catastrophic that happened in their life. Maybe their grandfather died or maybe someone else in their family had an issue or passed away or something like that. They might share that as a traumatic event and make you feel for them and make you think that they have empathy for this person who died or empathy for this issue that happened in their life. When in reality, they don't. They're just using that as a playing card to get you to think that they have empathy. Traumatic events and that type of aspect that they'll share does not equal empathy. It's literally them just recounting something that happened because they're not thinking of it in an empathetic type of a way. So a lot of times in a relationship, they'll try to mimic those emotions, especially early on. They'll try to mimic those feelings and emotions that provide the other person with a feeling of connectedness, a feeling of uh, a bond, a feeling of a connection of, hey, this person actually gets it, or this person had the same thing that happened to them. Like, my grandfather died, their grandfather died. Mirroring, and then we're also going to bring in the idea of mimicking, saying, "Hey, this is what I had to go through, and you know, this, you know, I felt really bad that this happened." When in reality, they don't. It's just trying to mimic those types of feelings. Then, with this, when they mirror and when they mimic, they end up getting to the place where they're manipulating, because all it is is just manipulating your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, so that you don't have a voice so that you don't have a way to be able to share and bring up actual problems, actual things in the relationship. Maybe you've been on the side of it where the narcissist is just saying like, hey, like it's just all you. Like we just have a communication problem, like we just need to get this figured out. And then they dis- disregard, discount everything else that they've done, every issue, every abuse that they've done by trying to boil it down to something else so small that you own the blame for. So as a result, they start to manipulate how you feel based on how they're mirroring. Oh, well, you feel that way? Well, you feel that way because you hurt me. You feel that way because you did this. The reason why you feel that way is not because I betrayed you, but is because you betrayed me. And that's the punishment that I gave you. That's the result of what happened because you betrayed me, because you hurt me. And you'll see this come back over and over and over again. And what they'll do is they'll manipulate you versus how they feel, versus how they interact. Whatever they're going through, whatever they're thinking, they'll start projecting that onto you and be like, oh, you must be angry. You must be jealous. You must be frustrated. Well, they'll use the phrases like, you know, I'm not jealous about this, but, and boom, they run right into it just even more. You see it over and over again. So be really careful when you're interacting with someone and you're catching a lot of mirroring and a lot of like mimicking. Mimicking, I think, is a little bit harder to catch. Mirroring is a little bit bit easier to catch, I think. Whenever you're looking at red flags in another person, you're saying something and they're saying the same thing back. 
Now, I did mention sometimes it comes out in like arguments. Sometimes it comes out in accusations as well. And so a popular one with the aspect of mirroring in accusations is the idea of cheating. Is as the, the person in the relationship who has not cheated, is not toxic, comes to the other person and says, hey, like, I think you're cheating on me. And the she steps back and she's like, no, like, if anything, you're the one cheating on me and completely flips the script. And it's almost like just another mirroring aspect that's accelerated sometimes in arguments to be able to put the blame back on the other person. You see, as the narcissist, if I can put the blame back on you, that puts you on the defensive. Sometimes if I do it long enough, it'll start to be gaslighting and manipulation to the point that you might even think that. That you might even think that you cheated because you met somebody uh, for lunch for a business meal. Or like might think that you cheated because X, Y, and Z when there's nothing there. But as a narcissist, if I can convince you of that, if I can manipulate that back, then I put you on the defensive and that gives you less time to come at me. That gives you less time to evaluate the facts of the relationship and that gives you less time to work your way out of the fog of everything that I'm putting you through. So as a result, you decide it's easier to stay in that relationship than it is to deal with it and figure out what the other person is doing. A lot more tips, a lot more things coming, but I hope you like what you saw. If you did, please subscribe to my channel. Uh, would love to have you interact with some of the other social media. Uh, we're on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. If you're interested in listening to the podcast, I've got that on Apple uh, Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, and then also on um, Spotify. I don't know why I'm blanking. But anyways, thank you so much for watching. Uh, tune in if you want to come in on a live. Try to do a live every Thursday night. Oftentimes it's on TikTok, but we're trying to start up lives on Thursday nights on YouTube as well, typically like 9 o'clock. Um, also, uh, if you're in a relationship with someone who is narcissistic, if you're in a relationship with someone who you've dealt with and has been abusive, like feel free to reach out. I do meet with people. I have one-on-ones daily with people who have struggled with narcissistic abuse and who've struggled to deal with that and who struggled to break free, to get rid of the trauma bond, to get rid of the, the crazy feelings and the crazy thoughts of everything going on coming out from a narcissistic relationship. If that's you, then feel free to grab on the website, rawmotivations.com, grab a one-on-one. -on -one. Would love to have a chance to talk to you. So the goal to be on here is to bring awareness, growth, healing, and change. That's my purpose on this platform. Hope you like, hope you subscribe. Thank you so much.